everybody, welcome back to Staple Together for the comic book release week of July 17th, 2019. I'm Moose. I'm Sudan. And I'm Peachy. It's been so long since I've done this. <laughs> it feels like forever. It's not um, old anymore. Yeah, no. Um, we're going to go straight into comic news. Yeah. Suit on. <laughs> it's comic news. You think I have comic news? I have grandiose news. What is that? Detective Pikachu has officially become the highest grossing video game music or music, music. Yeah. movie <laughs> of all time. Oh wow. It surpassed Warcraft pop culture news. That's super so, cool. We had talked about how it was possibly going to be the biggest weeks and weeks ago when it first came out two right. months ago and it passed 436 million um, oh. worldwide nice. which is not a bad thing no. who held it's the top slot before uh warcraft oh okay you said yeah you, okay warcraft had the highest which i didn't even know that oh push i didn't even know that it was the last one i, I was thinking maybe like assassin's creed had done it or right so yeah. that movie was trash I didn't know how it, like, because trash movies do terrible, um, Transformers. Well, no, that was just trash overall. Huh. That's true. Bumblebee um, was good, though. Bumblebee was pretty good. They have hope. Hope. Of the Blue Lantern. But no, that's all I had. Cool. Alright. PG? Uh, my big news was about Taika Waititi, uh, being brought on to Helm, uh, basically write and direct for four and this comes as news because we didn't know there was going to be another Thor no. movie but he of course wrote and directed uh, Thor Ragnarok which was a huge success and a hit instant hit among MCU fans so yeah so that's a good sign there the downside of it for certain um fans of the writer director is that he was also working doing work on Akira. Yay. Yeah, and and uh that's being put on the back burner. Yay. <laughs> For I, I may be a negative Nancy on this one, but I'm tired of seeing anime movies being made that are being coming out. I I have faith and with CT Taika Wikukawata. He's he's did a great job with making me like Thor. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah, know, he yeah. made me like a character that was unlikable. Uh, so I need him to touch uh, Namor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so make me like that one. Um, and uh, what was that other one? Yeah, anything else? Just I don't know. Too I great. lost my train of thought there. But no, I'm like I really don't think. I mean, Alita I guess was good, but that was James Cameron. James Cameron. Is I kind of want to see that one. Very like, but I'm glad he's off the Akira product because he didn't. But how solid is this? Because we wait at the recording of this, San Diego Comic Con is kicking off in yeah. San Diego, big yeah. Comic Con year besides New York and Denver. But um, this was a, have they announced the slot yet? Are there slate? No release date uh, set from what I've seen. I'm of but, course getting yeah. my uh, information from comic book. Uh, they seem, they're, they're a reliable source yeah, at times. By uh, an article by Charlie Ridgely. And according to him, yeah, no no release date or anything has been set. So that puts Thor 4 onto the slate that we know of. It's why Shang-Chi, um, Immortals, or Eternals. 
volume Black three, Widow. Yeah, Black, Black Widow, Widow yeah. and now that one. So that that we had like people talk about, but we have no official Phase Four slate yet. Hopefully, within the next couple days. Yeah, for well, sure. tomorrow is their big panel. So by the time oh, this oh, is yeah. released, you'll know, and we'll be like either confirmed or denied, made liars or um, saints. But that's awesome. I mean, I've, I've seen a few different articles on it too, but. Um, YTG, of course, also played the lovable character Kord in Thor Ragnarok, and fans were happy to see his return in Avengers Endgame. Um, so hopefully, you know, he'll carry be a character that carries over also into Thor 4. This will be, of course, the first uh, solo, the first character to have four solo movies in the MCU. So this. That's, that's, cool. a, yeah. that's Steph for somebody who does not matter. But <laughs> Thor's pretty cool after Taika got a hold of yeah, him. Oh, yeah, you know. They redid that character and they did him justice because, yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> well, they carried his design essentially through three movies now. Yeah. Because Endgame carried it on and they kind of... A, a little bit of adjustment, but I have a funny feeling Taika had a bit to do with saying, oh, like, sure. right, right, make him fat, make him fat, <laughs> and Korg's there, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> which I like. I'm happy that happened. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's weird, me saying that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> what Not you, us. Right? That's for sure. <laughs> what do you have, Luz? Um. So. Yeah, news. Um, uh, we found out that Friends is no longer going to be on Netflix because it's going to the HBO Max yeah. streaming service, which will also have the DC Universe attached to it, a cool. bunch of other stuff attached Cartoon to it. Cartoon Network, yeah, all that, family. ABC, yeah. NBC. I think yeah. um, DC Universe will de- with this with that addition to the HBO uh, service will definitely see a spike in in uh, use. Yeah, users w- because it's a streaming program you could get on on almost any platform. Hopefully, supposedly. Yeah. So. Jim, Jim Lee did say that that's still going to be available separately if you want to. But right. That's yeah. Cool. It's that that's going to be. Hopefully, this kind of gives them the because the, HBO is on PlayStation. I'm yeah. assuming it's on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's on the also, TV. Yeah, it's on the TV. So, yeah. so if you have Comcast, at least. Right. That, that's a godsend for those of us who've been wanting to watch it yeah. without having to do 60 different types of cable connections. Right. Yeah. Which, but, we hate connecting 60 different kinds of cables <laughs> to do things. Do you know if they're going to be um, eliminating the HBO Go app, or is this essentially replacing that? I am not sure. I'm assuming that'll replace it because it already has everything attached to it. Right. Um, but all I got from that information was the trailer that Jim Lee put on his Instagram. So, uh, uh, did I, they put any pricing? Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I was wondering myself about you know um, that they may keep HBO uh, Go. the Go. Um, what is this one called again? Max. HBO Max. What I've noticed about it is it's primarily, you know, Warner Brother titles and Warner Brother ownership, and we own this network, and now we'll have this on there and stuff like that. So I think this will be more of a, a wider 
range of of things under the Warner Brothers umbrella. Yeah. Um, where HBO Go will just focus on like the, their shows. Yeah, exactly. HBO. Yeah, that would make sense. They're owned by AT and T now. Because well, the reason why I know that that is that, that happened. Yeah, uh, was John Oliver keeps calling him the business daddy. <laughs> like, I got you, business daddy. Ha! Oh. <laughs> always, he's always Josh. They're getting on AT and T and how terrible their service is. And he always like slights them, which is great. I really dig that they do that. But I'm curious if this is gonna be one of those things that AT and T customers may see included within their services, right? Because they had to do something once they got rid of Game of Thrones. Now they're so well, yeah. you know. So I'm like, let's have DC. <laughs> that means that kind of weirds me out. It's like Adult Swim. I thought was still under Comcast's control. There's a lot of weirdness about how those rights and all that stuff works. Yeah. I, it's it's Time Warner owned certain things, and I know AT and T was trying to buy, and so was um, Disney was trying to buy certain sections. So it's like I, I'm curious on that, but that's for another day. But that's yeah. hopefully we get some price points or something eventually, because I'm disappointed in the DC Universe app to the point where I paid for a year sub and I've probably used it maybe I'll say a day's worth of the whole oh, whole time. I mean I have less than that and I'm, I'm I pay the monthly. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm a moocher. <laughs> I use other people's accounts for everything. <laughs> I'm hoping to hear, speaking of price points and stuff like that, well, I think they announced the Disney Plus price point, but they didn't say the exact release date. They just said August, I think, is what they said. But we haven't, it, nothing on news with that. No. And, and it's supposed to be coming really soon. Yeah. Well, so well, where well, are we well, at? <laughs> yeah. I want to um, be able to watch Rebels and oh, right. other things. Right. That'd be nice. Yeah, I wonder, you know, I'm pretty sure you could sign up for the service right now and just get online or whatever, but... To answer your wonderful question that was answered yesterday morning at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> nice. November 12th is the premiere day. November 12th? Oh. oh, wait, no, wait, no, wait. I misread that. Um, damn it. I had it right here. Because it's saying that Mandalorian won't premiere until November 12th. Right, right. Uh, and they're already fast at work on season two for the FX Plus $15 million dollars an episode. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Disney Plus will launch on November 12th. Oh, okay. November 12th. Could have sworn it was August. With, yeah, they're going to have a big month because they got Frozen 2 and then next month is Star Wars, so... Mm. Uh, yeah, that's what it says here, and it's yeah, that's seventy dollars a year. That's ten dollars cheaper than the DC universe. Mm. Yeah, more content. Yeah, <laughs> an entire Disney full of content, like all of, all of Disney. For sure. Yeah, that's the end of the news segment for today. That's a severe like I, uh, that is a severe undercut. Sorry. For Netflix, like Netflix at thirteen dollars a month, and then Disney's like, "Oh, okay, seven. Here you go." Yeah, that's huh. like, oh. Sh 
Less than seven. That's crazy. Or they have it at seven a month. Seven a month. Well, if you do the yearly, then it's less than seven dollars a month. Damn. Yeah. They have Star Wars and um, Avengers, so they don't need to <laughs> make right. money from I, that. Yeah. I'm super excited for the service. I'm disappointed. I could have sworn I heard of uh, August. I was, like, looking forward to it. I'm like, yes, it's almost here. It's almost time. Yeah. We get to binge shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shins bit. All right, but yeah, that's uh, that's all a lot of streaming excitement. That yeah. is the news. That is the end of the news for this week. <laughs> now, sorry. It's okay. Um, Sudan, what books did you have this week? Ah, uh, books. Comic book review. Well, so I had a ton of books because Friday I picked up probably about a good sixty of them, hmm. but this week uh, today. I had um, Transformers Ghostbusters. Uh, how, how many books were in that series? He doesn't know. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, what? How, the, many how many books are in the Transformers, Transformers Ghostbusters? Five. Five. Okay. As far oh. as I know. Now it's five. Oh. Last time oh. I didn't have an answer. I didn't. And I have one now. Because I usually do arcs of five on those ones. I kind of looked into it. They still haven't said it's an ongoing. It's an ongoing. Right. <laughs> ongoing temporary. Um, so, no, I, I, for me, I started here. I go Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number one. Yep. Uh, I shared that with... Me. The Ooze Maestro over here. That um, me. Writing by Matt Fraction. Uh, art by Steve Lieber. Um, that was Lieber. Lieber, Lieber. Uh, coloring by Nathan Fairburn. And cover, I got the Ben Oliver cover. I got the main cover. <laughs> you think I write these things down? Uh, hold on. Who do you tag on the on the Instagram? I don't put pictures up on Instagram because my phone sucks. Still, the main cover is Lieber and Fairburn. I really like the art in this book. It's all classicy in it, it parts was... and. It was fun. I, I had a good time with it. If, Although, I don't like the, the, the frat boy style. You know, I'll do what everybody tells me, Jimmy Olsen. But mm. just because he knows Superman will save the day. But I, I, I gave that one a, it was a 7.5 out of 10. With the minus Jaro kicker of a 7 out of 10 total. Um... It was fun stories. I'm curious what they're going to go. Is that Gotham? Yes, it was Gotham. Gotham. It yeah. was so gotham was, so... Huh. There was a bat signal in the sky, Sudan. <laughs> was there a bat signal in the sky? Yes. Bat signal in the sky. Keep on running. Batman's going to come and get you. <laughs> that happened. That's canon. See, there's a bad signal in the sky. It looks all Gotham-y, and the guy has a New York accent. Like, where do you think he was? I thought he was in Gotham. Gotham. Come on. He, they didn't mention it exactly by name. But yeah, that one, it was fun. It was fun. Not my ultimately favorite book of the week. Um, then I also had um, Justice League number 28. Also shared with the Uzatron 64 over here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know why. All right, I got I went with further writing by James Tinney in the fourth. Um, art by Javier Fernandez, Fernandez um, and Daniel Sampier, and also inking by Juan Albaran. Baran. And then coloring by Hi-Fi. Yeah, still. Still. Um, I got the um, Terry Dodson cover. Terry and Rachel Dodson cover. Oh, is that what that says? There's a family. Oh, or okay. their wife and husband um, duo. It's a cool book. Uh, was this your pick of the week? Nope. <laughs> a lot happened in it, though. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to talk. That's three books in a row that we're not talking about Justice League. Oh, wow. Were you sad at the end? Uh, yeah, my favorite character. He might be a little bit more short-winded now that he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's brain-melted? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Uh, I, I, I did, like, the, the slight kind of hinted Jaro there. Jaro, yeah. like, I like, I like Conquest. I like Conquest. Or conquer, conquer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Conquer. I like prefer when talking about inviting people's minds. I prefer conquer. You, you're con not conquering anyone, Jaro. <laughs> so I, I added seven point five. Added with the Jaro kicker, I got eight on that one for that one. That was, it was a fun read. It was like I'm curious what the fuck is wrong with Lex. Like, just in general, is or? he all white, Martian? About it. I mean, yeah, that was sort of the point. Yeah, yeah. Remember? There were certain points where he was silver about it, though. I mean, like, coloring was really weird. A little high. Five. He was shiny. He was shiny. That's because he's a baby. He just <laughs> got born, dude. He's born, dude. He's been a few weeks. Yeah, he's a baby. Uh, this week I had to catch up on a little bit of Deadpool. Um, yeah, uh, So I had same. Deadpool 14. Um, finishing off the little bit of uh, War of Realms right. tie in there on that one. Uh, uh, it was fun to see the, the Australian lockoffs meet their counterparts. So the Daredevil right. meets the Daredevil. Yeah. That was fun. But a 6.5 downgraded to a 6. Huh. Uh, although that's with the Jaro kicker, so I gave it a 7. So, but the number 15, uh, this is continued writing by Scotty Young finished writing final episode yeah. i didn't want to say anything earlier because it, it was his final issue he mentioned yeah. something i'm like damn that's cool um scott young's done he really heartful message at the end of the of the thing yep a lot of like slights at himself in his own writing continuing yeah. on, on that from deadpool himself because right. that's what you expect uh art by scott hepburn great art like yeah i continue to start like this one, and if he continues going for it, I may, but we'll see on the Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool. That's coming next. We had uh, contributing art and cover by Nick Klein on that one also. Oh, yeah. He did, uh, cl the coloring was Nick Klein and then Ian Herring. Um, I got the Scotty Young cover. Yeah, which so. is super cool. It's an homage, homage cover to uh, some other book that I have somewhere. It's an amazing Spider-Man title I'll have, that I still have to show you guys. I'll find it on the CLZ eventually. Um, so I gave that one a, uh, after the Jaro kicker. Uh, 
7.0 out of 10. It was it was a cool ending to the story that I was kind of going, they could have done more, but it looks like they kind of had to rush it. Um, but I, I'm sure um, Ooze had a theory. I figured this was a whisper in the mic thing. Uh, this week's I'm picking um, Go Go Power Rangers number 13 that came out last year. Last year. Now, Transformers Ghostbusters number two. Uh, continued writing by Eric Berman. Burham. Burnham. Burnham. No. Hey, it wasn't Michael. It was Eric. Ah. Um. Uh, um. That's how many show of characters. I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Shoning um, did the art in this one. Um. Coloring by Luis Antonio Delgado, and Shoning and Delgado did the cover. Um, this one was a continued story of the Transformers, Ghostbusters. Uh, last time we saw Starscream get captured, Ghostbusters um, are talking with this Ectotron, which is an Ecto-1 remake. Right. Of course, they're not necessarily getting along very well. Um because what's his dude is like, yeah, I kind of need you to release that that guy you just captured. Huh. Please. Please. I'm trying to be nice here. Right. I, I would have done this a little bit more discreetly, but I thought you guys would be a little bit more cool about this, but I guess I may be wrong. And they're like, yeah, so they re end up releasing um, Starscream. And Starscream was about to, like, attacks them, and of course... Sees the Autobot and says, whoa, 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 truce. Yeah. Um, then tells what happened to Cybertron. Really cool little spread that happened in the middle there uh, of him, because uh, the, the, he was the one that was thought of the Destroyer, which was himself, with conquering, of course, Cybertron. He was the Stay Puff of that time. But it was cool to see him and, their, uh, and all that and watch as they all... They made some sort of deal with some entity, uh, which turned them into corporeal or ghost form. Um, so Megatron and the Decepticons sent Starscream out. Or Starscream has alluded that he escaped this being because he enslaved the the, the new uh, uh, Decepticons uh, ghosts. And Starscream saying, "I got a way to come and help you find people." Blah blah blah. And. <laughs> That's you know, that's where they're kind of like, yeah, even the Autobots are like, yeah, we don't really trust Starscream. They're like, yeah, about that. And Starscream's like, whoa, 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 I'm serious. And then this creature shows up. Starscream kind of helps them defeat it um, at the cost of the Transformer, or Ectotron's communicator. So he can't radio Optimus to tell him what's up, but Optimus is still going to come. Great. So that's where we kind of get left off is... Starscream has obviously got some sort of plan going yeah. on here. Um, the mention of Gozer makes the Ghostbusters go, interesting, we're interested now, this is big, because Gozer's involved. Right. We've, we've handled that as that SOB at times. Yeah, so we're not experts only, on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we've defeated him before, and they, so they're like, curious to see what's up, so I'm excited to see where this continues. It's It's been a lot of fun to see the banter between you know, you expect banter of one type on one side because it was written a certain way and you expect, like, Peter Vankman or Ray. Of course, like, I am a duly designated representative of the city-state of California. You know, 
California? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they have a branch. Um, <laughs> but you know what? You know what I mean. He does that, and it's a lot of fun. So I gave that one. It was uh, the pick of the week for me, and nine point five um, downgraded to a nine. No Jaro. Nice. Oh, yeah. Looks good. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good cliffhanger to leave it on to. Starscream's always been one of my favorite villains. Um, I, Soundwave is my other favorite. You know, I'm freaking Soundwave out. was kind of like, yeah, we can't defeat him. Um, <laughs> we should talk to this guy. So it was cool to see Soundwave and then also some other ones kind of interact. Nice. Like how they are. It's like. They, they really do know, pay attention to the characters and they keep them true. And the, IDW is great about that. That's awesome. Here's that cover, by the way. It's a Scotty Young also, I believe. Ah, yes. That is amazing. Wowie. Amazing number 611. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying that is amazing. Oh, hi. Yeah. Sorry. But, yeah. Um, what books did you have today, Peachy, besides Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man? Right. Um... I, of course, shared uh, Deadpool with Sudon, Deadpool number 15. I was also very touched by Scotty Young's exit letter, and um, it was a great issue, actually. It was really good. I had a difficult time picking... Uh, Your pick? Yeah, picking my pick of the week. Um, Deadpool, I'd give an 8.5. Nice. Yeah. Then I had Spider-Man Life Story number 5, um, taking place in, in the aughts, in the zeros. Um, that one was written by, and uh, the cover was illustrated by Chip Zdarsky, and it featured inside art by Mark Bagley. Um, continued for both. Yeah, continued for both, for sure. Superior Spider-Man I shared with everybody, um, but not everybody read it, right? Oh, wait, you don't get that. I didn't get a chance to read it. I would have had to read three books more. Ah, right. I read it. Um, was it good? It was, I really liked it. I dug it. It was a good one. Um, I don't. I want to know what Spider-Man was doing. Uh, written, of course, continued writing, writing by Chris Dosen Gage, uh, featuring cover and inside art by Mike Hawthorne. Um, great, great story. I gave that one an 8.5. Uh I gave Life Story a 7. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, it was just me. Uh, and then my pick of the week was Punisher Annual Number 1. Um, you, I'm you sorry. didn't say your Daredevil stuff? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, I did not. No, you said, or you said Deadpool. Deadpool, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Sure. That's right. Yeah, I didn't have my page scrolled up to the top. Um, Deadpool number eight. Uh, it was a good one. Um, Daredevil number eight. Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil number eight. Damn it. Uh, Daredevil was in Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gave that an eight. Um, written by and cover illustrated by Chip Zdarsky. And it featured inside art by one Lalit Kumar Sharma. Okay. Yeah, it was it was a good book. Uh, an eight on that one. I gave out a lot of eights, eight point fives this week. Uh, that's why it was difficult to to choose a favorite. But 
Punisher Annual number one, I also gave an 8.5, so it was between three different books. Wow. Um, <laughs> what was the third 8.5? See, Daredevil, Punisher, and... Uh, Daredevil, Punisher, and... Uh, or no, Deadpool? Punisher and Superior. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Punisher was a standalone. Um, of course, being an annual, the annual number one for this particular run. Um, written by Carla Pacheco and featuring uh, art by Adam Gorham. The cover was done by Dustin Weaver. This book was super cool. Um, it took... The Punisher to a different location. He wound up in space by accident. He, you know that there was. A, he was trying to stop a takeover. These people were trying to. Uh, what's it called? Hijack a shuttle or steal a shuttle, and he was there to stop them. Um, and J. Jonah Jameson was there because his son has maximum clearance and blah 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 and whatever. And he's, he's like still alive in this timeline. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, he's at one point, he's like, my son went to space and came back a damn werewolf. <laughs> I'm like, that's great. Uh, but uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to go look at the shuttle while you guys are busy doing it. They're like, oh, you can't go in there. Wait, wait. And he's like, oh, whatever. My son's got maximum clearance. And they're like, that's not how it works. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. He goes in the shuttle, he's checking it all out, and then there's he's seeing people dead and knocked unconscious and stuff like that, and goes into the cockpit, and there's, he sees a guy trying to kill the guys in there, and it turns out to be the Punisher. So the book was really good because A, Punisher in space. Different, unless you've read the... Uh, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider, which, which was... not Punisher. So. Yeah, no, it sucked. Um, but, uh... B, J. Jonah Jameson with the Punisher. Yeah, that's yeah. just wild. Yeah, it was it was good stuff. Um, no, it's it's pretty good. There's a lot of good exchanges and a lot of good comedy written into the book, but it uh, it does uh, feature an epilogue, which is very Punisher, and the art in that part was super super cool. I, I'm not sure. That rhymed. Um. I'm not sure if it was Adam Gorham or Dustin Weaver or a separate artist, but but that epilogue part was was very no comedy here. It's like okay, here's J. Jonah Jameson on the air on the radio talking about you know blah blah blah. This guy, it, it turned out the guy that was launching the rocket was trying to have it stolen and claim insurance or something like that and yeah. and give it to the Russians and stuff like that and whatever. And, uh, yeah, um, oh, he said, so J. Jonah Jameson's on the air on the radio talking about him. He's like, this guy's corrupt and he'll get what's coming to him and he's going to jail and blah, blah, blah. And it's a good thing my friend Frank isn't going to see him because things would end differently for him and, uh, whatever. And this whole time while he's talking, Punisher's going to guy's house, breaking in killing and <laughs> and killing him. Yeah, and winds up killing him. And he, you know, he's on the line when 
Jameson took off his headphones. He's like, sorry, Jonah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I did it anyway. I know you think like to think that I'm a better person than, than that, but no, I killed him. <laughs> it was a good damn story. Yeah. It was good. Um, I've, I don't generally read annuals. Um, I, I do like the fact that they tend to be uh, standalone stories, but I'm like, eh. Usually, I'm like, I, I want to read the uh, what, what overlying story, yeah, overarching like filler. story, yeah. But uh, that yeah, this one was really good. I really dug it. Art was pretty awesome, and especially in like I said in that epilogue part, um, they did J. Jonah Jameson and Punisher Great Justice, and that, and it was dark and grimy and felt very closing of a Punisher book and. You know, and it was all wrapped up nice and neat and quick in a bow. I thought it was going to be a slow read, but it was also a quick read. So, nice. so good book all around. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. What books did you have, Ooze? Uh, all right. So, as previously mentioned, I had Justice League number 28, continued writing by James Finney the Fourth, and art by other people. Had Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen number one, which was fun. There was a little bit too much talking for Jimmy Olsen though, I think. Oh really? Like, there was also a lot going on. But yeah. It was just. It fun. jumped around. Yeah, but it was fun. Jump, jump, jump around. I also had Nightwing number sixty-two. Um, there's new writers and artists on the Nightwing right now. Oh, really? And, yeah. Improved order? Uh, it was different. I, okay. I did actually like it quite a bit more because the other art was sketchy mm -hmm. and yeah, not very clean and can really see a whole lot of detail. But um, right. the art or the writer was Dan Jurgens. Artist was Ronan Clique. Clique? Click it. Click it. Click it. Click it. So many. Click what? <laughs> and uh, Nick for Filardi was the artist, which you're the colorist. I think you're full of Filardi. I need to cough so badly, but it's okay. I'm just going to keep talking. Um, continued colorist. No dice. Nick Filardi. Um, not my pick of the week, but good nope. book, because, you know. It's just, things happen. The Talon showed up at the very end, and the Talon, the Lex came to be like, yo, I want you to work for me and do the thing, uh -huh. because Justice League's happening right now. I have a theory. Do you? My other book was um, Collapser Number 1, also first issue, uh, by Mikey Way, um, was the writer. Sean Simon was the artist. Elias Craig, yeah, yeah, that, that last name, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and Chris Peter. It was a good book, anxiety and stuff. Oh, right, good. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, I, I'm intrigued by the premise. Yeah, um, but my pick of the week was Superior Spider-Man number nine, yeah. I've been waiting for it to come out for so long. Yeah. <laughs> And it almost made me cry, honestly. Yeah, um, it was good. It was such a good book. Yeah. Um, Sudan didn't read it. Peachy read it. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, continued writing by Christos Cage, uh, continued art by Mike Cawthorn, all that good stuff. Um, the cover is sort of deceiving, because Norman doesn't show up until the very end. Right. But, you know, with the only spider person that anyone should ever care about, which is Spider's Man. Yeah. Because Spider's Man. Um, yeah, Norman... Oh, that's an old that's an old comic book trope or gimmick or whatever where they're like, This person did this book and it's like the very last page. Literally it's the last yeah. page. It's it's D C hand cell. Oh yeah. yeah. That's everything. They they're like, Oh, this is gonna be a good book. <laughs> that was the end of the book. <laughs> they showed us the end of the book. Yeah, but it was it was a really, really, really good book. It was um, a great issue for sure. Yeah. Very uh, well written. I it wanted was, to read it. I just didn't want to read the Roar of Realms. And I yeah, was like, eh. you should have just read this one. But I mean, it's fine. Um, it they they do mention the stuff that happened in War of Realms and how Otto's saved the city multiple times now, but he, he doesn't feel like he's doing enough, basically, and he keeps pushing everyone away because he feels like he's not doing everything that Otto Octavius can do. And he's, and everybody's like, you're doing, thank you for saving, and oh, key to the city, yeah. and blah, 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 and, and he's just like, stop it, I don't want any of this. And the chick he was trying to date is trying to like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, we can't have a relationship, leave me alone, you know, he's just like. Yeah, yeah, pushing everyone away, and then of course, Peter shows up and is like, hey, let's talk. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. Because, you know. Yeah. He's Peter Parker and he's Otto Octavius. And, and Peter's like, I know that you're trying to do as much as you can and it feels like you're not doing enough. I get that every time I save, save the city. Every single time. And you're having an existential crisis. I have at least three before breakfast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get what you're going through, but tell me what's wrong. Yeah, he's like he's like I'm. I've been trying to appeal to you, and I'm not getting to you by being touchy feely and tap dancing around the issue. So, what's wrong? And he's he's like I'm, and he just kind of breaks down and tells him, and it's it's pretty pretty cool, pretty touching. The the other part, it he actually does break down in another part. Yeah. It's it's super just oh heart wrenching yeah. and just like oh because he is he's. He is becoming that a Spider-Man. He's becoming the Spider-Man, and he feels the weight of the world on his shoulder, and he feels like I'm responsible for. It's just a building collapsing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's just great. It's great writing. They, I love uh, to. I'm I'm loving watching Otto grow. Yeah, super awesome. Are they yeah. gonna give him Gwenpool? Is that gonna be his Deadpool? <laughs> Um, no, I think that Christo's Cage is doing a really good job of making a Spider-Man story that's not Peter Parker, and that's what I like about this book. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's my review. Nice. nice. Yeah, great book. I still collect it. I'm yeah. still, I'm still gotta, just gotta read it. Yeah. I, I, at one point I considered cutting it out of my list and I'm so glad I haven't because the, the very reason um, I I started collecting it is what keeps happening every time I'm like eh 
Oh, no, wait, no, this yeah. is awesome. This is actually like, really cool. Like, you think cool. it's not going to be good, and then they're like, but wait. Yeah. <laughs> just just read the rest of the book. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a good He's book. He's talking about dice again. <laughs> you haven't read the book before. You don't understand. Uh, but yeah, um, pick up that book. Yeah, for read sure. It. Pick them all up. Honestly. Put them back down. Pick them up again, and especially with with these high. We got a lot of high ratings on a lot of our titles this week. So, I mean, between three eight point fives on my end, you know that they're you know these books that we're reading are freaking awesome. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. <laughs> All right, Suda. And what books do you have next week? I have the books of the of, of the horror, of the um. We've got Action Comics, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, there's a lot of um, Dear the Villain tie-in stuff that's coming out. So it's going to be a lot of though catch-up on Batman and stuff to, so I can catch up on that. Catch up on so Action Comics so I can know what the heck's going on on this Leviathan event. Right. But I also got Flash number 75. I think this is going to be the yes, conclusion. Yes, the year one of the Flash. Huh. Um... House of X or Ten. House of Ten, yeah. Comes out number one. I will be picking that up if they do get the Scotty Young variant. But I had intended to kind of grab it because I was kind of. That seems like it's going to be a complete a reboot, a big event. Well, yeah. For the franchise, which I'm like, I think I might dive into that one. Right. Um, it's only two titles, luckily, that they're going to be doing a month for it until. Still, probably September when they do fifty of them. Hmm. Um, there is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's probably going to be the pick of the week. Um, but that, that that could also be trumped by Sonic the Hedgehog. They got Sonic number nineteen there. Uh, but that's all I've got next week. Nice. I've got Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-six, which is going to be my pick of the week because it's the only book you have. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Congrats. Thanks. Um, I have Aliens Rescue number one. Which that looks weird. I'm so excited for, because aliens. Yeah. I know right. what it's about already, so that's good. Um, Flash number 75, as, as mentioned before. Justice League Dark number 13, and World Untold number 11. Um, my pick of the week will probably be Flash. It's not going to be rolled and told. Hmm. I don't even know where to start with like reviewing that because it's uh, uh. like a magazine. Right. It was colorful and it had pages. <laughs> I it had pages! Because what? there's so many. <laughs> My finger didn't go through it so it gets a 6 out of 5. <laughs> so Peachy, you have a quote for us? I do, I do. Um, my quote is, oh, it's by Carl Sandburg. Um, I had to recite a poem by him in grade school. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. But uh, the quote is, Poetry is the opening and closing of a door, leaving those who look through to guess about what is seen during the moment. And I, that made me think, not necessarily the poetry was, was uh, relevant, but the, you know, depending on what people see on the other side and whatever and 
what people like in the books and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that kind of spoke to me. Sure. I don't like poetry. <laughs> no. So that's the end of this episode for this week. <laughs> I'm Ooze. I'm Sudan. I'm Peachy. Check out our social medias. Yeah, do that. Also, if you don't know where your local comic book store is, check out comicbookstorelocator.com. It also shows you what books come out the next week. Sometimes. And stuff. I don't know, because I've never used it. <laughs> there's that. Helpful hint. Yeah, bye! Bye! Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this, connect with us on social media, and of course like and subscribe so you don't miss out. Music is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. Find more of his music by visiting infantouch.com or clicking on the link in the description. If you want to listen to more, find us on anchor.fm or website unstapledtogetherpod.wixsite.com and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts.